Realtor.com is making a stand for buyer representation, and you can too. Join Realtor.com in sharing the list of 111 things buyer's agents do. Visit Realtor.com slash buyer agent toolkit to help spread the word. Buyer agents are essential. In this special edition of the Real Trending Podcast, we're speaking with real estate leaders on how their businesses are adapting to the new market, their keys to success, and more. This is Tracy Velt, Editor-in-Chief of Content for Real Trends. Today, we're speaking with Mark Johnson, CEO of JP and Associates Realtors in Texas. Mark was previously Vice President of Business Development and Coaching Success for the Tom Ferry Coaching Organization in California. As CEO for JPAR Enterprises, he will be responsible for the strategic growth of the firm. Welcome, Mark. Well, welcome, Tracy. I'm so glad to be here today and uh, great uh, to hear your voice. Yeah, I'm glad that you're able to join us. Um, So I would love to hear a little bit about, just for people who don't really know, tell me a little bit about the brokerage um, and the geographic footprint of um, JP and Associates. Yeah, absolutely. So JP and Associates is a full-service uh, brokerage based on a transaction-capped uh, model uh, with a productivity standard and a service-based culture. And we operate in some of the uh, largest real estate markets in America. We're here in Dallas-Fort Worth, which is one of the, four, the fourth largest real estate market in the country, but down the 35 to Austin, Texas, and then into San Antonio, and then over towards the border of New Mexico, El Paso. Those are our major markets that we compete in. Okay, great. Um, It sounds like you've been doing really well. You talked a little bit earlier before we started recording about um, your success through COVID. So obviously things are opening up. So tell me, how was your business impacted? And um, tell me about your success today. Yeah, well, certainly like everyone else, we had a very tough uh, April and May. Uh, But fortunately, we had a very strong first quarter. And then back in June, we just went, you know, through through the roof. You know, in in every one of our major markets that we compete in, uh, we are outperforming the market metrics nearly by four times better than the market average. I couldn't be more proud of our team and it. You know, it got me thinking, you know, how did, how did our real estate associates do it? You know, what, what's in our culture that makes that type of a result possible? And, Tracy, a, a, a couple things came to mind if I could share those. Sure. Yeah, so I think the five things that came to mind to me that as I look back and reflect on what we did is, you know, first immediately upon COVID hitting, we pivoted and we started a morning club. And every morning at 8 a.m., I brought in either myself or a TED Talk-type speaker for just about a 10-minute morning boost. But other than that, we had a culture where done is better than perfect. We knew how to pivot, and our brokerage was already 100% digital. So our associates didn't have to learn the digital world. All they had to learn is how to have now video consults. Uh, so that focus was already there. Uh, we kept having some fun. I, I hired a few folks, and we did some virtual comedy nights uh, throughout the first uh, quarantine. Uh, and through all of that, we we all built our growth mindset. So, you know, there's just a couple of the factors I think that 
contributed to a, a big win. Yeah, it's great to have some fun um, along with the seriousness of everything that was going on at the time. So that was a great idea. Yeah, it was it was well received, and we, we've had two of them now. We had two of these uh, virtual comedy nights with the with the troop of comedians, and the family can come, and it it it's um, you know just it's just a relief valve that I think we all need during this. A crazy time where we're getting it seems like a, a, a different soccer punch, you, you know, almost daily. Yeah, definitely. So obviously, you've probably learned quite a few lessons just adapting to a virtual market, um, but also just along the way um, through the the building of the brokerage. So tell me a couple of business lessons that you've learned um, through everything. Focus. I think the biggest thing that we're learning, and we're seeing it in our associates. You know, right now we're seeing what I would call a flight to quality, those associates that are uh, focused in building their business and those associates maybe that are struggling because uh, they're chasing too many rabbits. So I, I think that the key one would be uh, focus, um, keeping that wildly important goal and the few key activities. You know, in, in the brokerage world, you know, that's really recruiting, uh, re retaining and, and keeping the existing agents uh, productive and revenue, you know, profitability at the bottom line, keeping expenses in control. So focusing on a, a few things versus trying to focus on 100 things. Yeah, that's a great lesson to learn. Um, and I think a lot of yeah. leaders, it's really hard to focus on one thing because you have a million things going on. So, so yeah. yeah. And in fact, we have grown um, – you know, significantly, even even during the April May period, we kept our recruiting reach outs uh, high. Uh, in fact, because our our focus on recruiting was was you know, talent attraction, whatever term you want to use, was was so high. Mm -hmm. Actually, during during COVID, we found we could get through to people that that we couldn't get through before. Oh, that's interesting. Um, and that kind of leads yeah, into my next question about the growth of the brokerage. So let's talk recruiting first, um, and tell me why mm -hmm. you why that was possible for you. That we could get through to folks that we couldn't get through to before. Yes. Mhm. Mm yeah. Well, because you know, quarantine forced you know some some changes in business. Uh, it, it did slow things down for a while, so people were more receptive when you called. They picked up the phone. You know, prior to that, everyone was out, out on the streets busy doing their thing. And now we're seeing that right now. Now we're having uh, people are so busy, agents are so busy, you know, getting through to some folks that we'd like to have conversations with is now uh, becoming a little bit more difficult, but we just have to be diligent. So a part of that just helped us get through and have more quality conversations uh, just because of the change in the environment. Okay. And now did you find that agents, because of the uncertainty of everything, were a little more leery about changing brokerages, or did you find the opposite, that they were looking for different opportunities? No, as, as I think everyone will relate to, there was so much uncertainty and, and basically paralyzed folks, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, finding the pain points and understanding uh, what's really the barrier to their growth became even more important. Uh, so you could, you know, you know, have conversations about creating more certainty in their business uh, in an uncertain mm -hmm. time. Yeah, good point. 
Um, so let's talk about the growth strategy. So how has the growth strategy for JP and Associates evolved through the years, and um, has that been impacted by COVID-19? Yeah, well, you know, I think everything's been impacted by COVID-19, right? I mean, how, how could we look at each other and say, you know, the entire world, it seems like it's been turned upside down. Yeah. Uh, you know, but our, our growth strategy, you know, some people would look at us and say, well, you know, they're 100% commission, they have a cap model, it's, it's just all about the finances. But that's really not the case when you, when you look under the hood and get to really understand us. We're a full service brokerage. Our culture is so strong over um, every quarter I do a survey. Mm -hmm. I do a survey of our associates and I, I ask them only four questions. What are we doing well? What could we do better? Would you refer us and anything else you want to tell us? And our referral percentage, you could call it a net promoter score, is uh, you know, 9.5 out of 10. So we have wow. such a high referral rate. Uh, our, our associates love the culture. And when we do lose an associate, we don't lose them to any one firm. You know, we typically lose them to a small boutique or a, a very individual, uh, you know, their, their mother or father opened a brokerage or, or something like that. So we have a very sticky culture uh, that they value the tools and the resources and the training and the coaching. And sure, they like the fees too, uh, but, th but it's, it's, more than just a, it's more than just a fee. Okay. And how would so you describe your part culture? Of our I'll let my agents describe it because we survey them about that every quarter. And they'll, they'll use words like supportive leadership, uh, amazing support, uh, uh, broker support uh, uh, unparalleled like I've never seen in any other firm that they've been with, um, uh, training and coaching. Th those are the words that, words that they'll use. Uh, and very rarely do, they, do, do they'll say, you know, and low fees. Yeah, that's interesting. So that, that's a, that's a, key part of the, yeah, a key part of the growth strategy is providing more value than we're, getting, than we're taking, right? We provide okay. more value than, than we mm -hmm. take in fees that we collect. We, we, one, what, of our hashtags, uh, one of our hashtags that, that JP, who founded the firm over eight years ago, founded it on is exceeding expectations. So every day uh, as a chief executive and, and me and my staff, we approach the day with how can we exceed our agents' expectations, not just meet them, but exceed them in our culture. And that, that's part of our culture. Okay. And what has your position, you know, you have a, a background working with Tom Ferry in business development. And so what did you bring to the table um, with JP and Associates to strengthen that culture? Well, oh, that's a, that's a great question. Well, well as you know, as you know, independent sales professionals who want to grow their business, one of their biggest barriers is, is either fear or lack of a plan or not understanding what the lead indicating measures of their success are. And so I, I've been able to provide uh, some structure, uh, some, some uh, business planning and development tools that really drive focus. That's great, yeah. And uh, that is definitely um, something everyone needs, especially now, is, is you know, just kind of figuring out that focus and, and having a clear plan, um, if, you know, path forward. So that's great. Yeah, and if, if I could add, 
if I could add, I think another thing is just the concept in our culture that done is better than perfect. Done mm -hmm. is better than perfect. There were two psychologists, Coran and Hill, who did a study of over 40,000 people. Uh, and they found that perfectionism has increased by 33%. Hmm. And so it seems that our own associates, our own independent contractors are internalizing this myth that their business is going to be perfect. And the research shows that if you're occupied with this perfectionism, you just self set yourself up for a setback. And so part of what I've been able to bring is how to overcome the perfectionism and get into action. How to how to recognize, you know, that setback, that, that COVID punch in the face that got us, assessing mm -hmm. what happened, how we're going to make it right, adjust the systems, give ourselves a little grace, and then move forward. Okay. So as a CEO, um, what do you feel is the greatest challenge in business, not necessarily just your brokerage, but in, in the industry right now? Yeah, I think there's a couple couple challenges for sure. One is just the uncertainty, right, that we're dealing with in COVID, right? Mm -hmm. Now, we've adapted uh, uh, very well. I think our associates adapted very well. And, and the lowest, you know, mortgage rates, you know, in, that I can recall have certainly helped. But there's still a lot of uncertainty uh, in terms of, you know, what's happening in the economy, you know, how long low interest rates will happen. So, so, that, so that's certainly the case. There's also still a lot of inefficiencies in our industry. You know, there's still some procedures that require a physical signature, you know, versus a digital signature. There's still uh, a lot of um, uh, the, the transferring of these 6 million transactions that, that we do in the industry a year is still, you know, there's so much paper uh, happening. So, so that's a really inefficient system that, that COVID is uh, magnifying to us and really needs to be addressed from an industry perspective. We're, we're, we're still very inefficient from a, a processing and, and moving money around perspective. Yeah, that's, that's definitely true. Um, we've, I even see that now with we're refinancing our mortgage and, and you know, it's really – there's no you can't they're not using the remote notarization or anything like that. We have to go into the office to to do our closing. So yeah, I mean, if you so, look at the like in your case with refinance and mortgage, mm -hmm. um, you know this would be a fact check for somebody, but but the the basics of the mortgage industry haven't changed for forty years. I mean, it's mm -hmm. um, yeah, so there's just some things there either through legislation that we need to uh, influence. Uh, efficiencies, uh, and, and same with some of the title processes. Uh, they're, they're just not keeping up with what we're going to need to work in this kind of virtual environment. Yeah, yeah. So la my last question is just, you know, I think that real estate, the real estate industry is resilient, and the people in the industry are resilient, um, and they don't see challenge as much as they see opportunity. So where do you see the most opportunity in real estate brokerage in maybe the next six months to a year? Well, I could talk about that for hours probably, but uh, <laughs> the first thing that came to mind uh, and one thing that we're working on, I just did a study of our entire brokerage and our associates' history. Mm -hmm. And we looked back through their 
history, uh, their, at their career in the MLS, and we determined how many of their past clients are still doing business with them. Mm-hmm. And we mirror, unfortunately, we mirror the NAR averages, which still show about 90% of clients say they'll do business with you, but you know, only about 25% do. Right. But we identified, we identified a few agents who are at the 90% level. They're getting 90% of their past clients to still do business with them. And, and so we studied what are they doing and how they do it. And so I view that as a challenge uh, at, at the field level, at the associate level, mm-hmm. how we can uh, sh- showcase those folks that are actually doing it uh, versus the, the bell curve of those who aren't. Okay. When we solve that problem, uh, then uh, there's a lot of natural business that can just flow in uh, to, their, to their pipeline. Yeah, that's an interesting concept for sure. Um, well, Mark, is there anything that we didn't talk about that you think is important um, to know about JP and Associates and how you're, you're um, you know, handling everything right now? You know, I, I think how I would end is, you, you know, one of my favorite quotes is, you know, if, if you don't make mistakes, you're not working hard enough or not working on hard enough problems. And that's a big mistake, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, our approach here with our associates is what I call the art of curiosity, the art of questioning everything without mm-hmm. judgment or assumptions, right? You know, and with that approach comes continuous improvement and learning. And so that's what we're focused on is the art of curiosity uh, so we can question everything without judgment or assumptions, and that leads us to a culture of continuous improvement. Okay. That's a nice way to end. Yeah. Well, Mark, thanks so much yeah. for taking the time to speak with Real Trends. Um, we really appreciate your time.